Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. A federal court blocks Joe Biden's LGBTQ guidance in 20 states. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead to talk about this new development. There's a federal district judge, and this court issued a preliminary injunction to temporarily block Joe Biden's administrative guidance documents that reinterpret federal law to require schools subject to Title IX to allow males who identify as females to participate on female athletic teams and use designated showers and locker rooms. Now, as a result of this injunction, at least 20 states are protected. Reason for 20 states, Holly, is that 20 state attorneys general, led by the state of Tennessee, filed this lawsuit against this guidance, and it involves the defendants both of the United States Department of Education and the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, or the EEOC. Yeah, if you remember, on June 20th, 2021, uh, Joe Biden signed, what, 17, 20 different executive orders? I mean, that's pretty much how he's been running things, or let's say the handlers have been running things by signing executive orders, one of which was called the Executive Order on Preventing and Batting Discrimination on the Basis of Gender Identity or Sexual Orientation. And so he, in that, he directed the federal agencies to, quote, fully implement statutes that prohibit sex discrimination, unquote, consistent with the administration's interpretation, which the administration's interpretation is on a pro-LGBTQ agenda. Yeah. So this particular judge issued an injunction that involves not only the Title IX, but also Title VII, because the two defendants are the EEOC, which involves Title VII, employment law, and the United States Department of Education, which involves Title IX. Title IX is a federal law that is originally designed and continued to be designed to provide equal opportunity for women in sports, so that they have an opportunity to participate in baseball or softball and soccer and other kinds of sporting activities. And this has been a great boost for women in athletics all the way down to public secondary schools as well. And women competing with women, I might add, not men intruding into their sports, which is what the Biden regime is trying to do. Say that men who want to identify as women, follow that confusion, want to be involved in sports. Well, we've seen time and time again, not only it's wrong, but also you see these women being not only, you know, um, beaten very badly in their sport because these men come in and just, you know, swim the laps with no effort or raise the... Um, you know, the, the weights with no effort and, and totally annihilate them. Well, not only um, smash records that have been there for some time and literally not just by a little amount, but smash these records because they're participating in weightlifting or other kinds of sports where these men were not able to rank very highly in the men's competition, right. flip over to the women's competition and become high ranking in the women's competition or dominate the women's competition in some cases, the mixed martial arts case is an example of a man who entered a ring with a woman 
to participate in the women's competition against a very high-ranking woman who was a mixed martial arts uh, expert. She got devastated. In fact, uh, the blow to her head was so hard, it cracked her skull. She said she had never been hit that hard, and she's never going to get in the ring again with another man. Right. I mean, you know, I'm all for equality, but in this case, you need equality within the specific sport. Women need to be able to compete with women on an equal basis. Men should compete with men on an equal basis. And I'm sorry, there's only two genders, men and women, and they need to stay in their own lane, Well, it so makes to speak. no <laughs> sense to have drug testing, and part of that drug testing would include, you know, hormones, for example, testosterone. And then you actually allow a man to come into the women's sport who obviously has a different biological hormonal makeup than the woman has with additional testosterone. It just makes no sense. What it actually does is it turns Title IX on its head. Title IX was designed to give equal opportunity to women in sports. What this does is it allows men to literally upend women's sports and discriminate against them. Right. And with his executive order, the Biden regime has wrongly interpreted that in trying to push in the sexual identity, sexual gender, sexual, um, you know, interpretation that is not there. And the judge recognized that. Yeah. So the judge uh, actually said both the department, which is the Department of Education and the EEOC, maintain that their respective guidance documents are required by the Bostick decision. The Bostick decision is this case at the United States Supreme Court, Bostick versus Clayton County, a recent U.S. Supreme Court decision involving an interpretation of Title IX. It goes on to say that the defendants uh, ignore the limited reach of Bostick. Mm-hmm. The Bostick decision only addressed sex discrimination under Title Seven, the Supreme Court expressly declined to prejudge how its holding would apply to other federal or state laws that prohibit sex discrimination, such as Title IX. Similarly, he says that the Supreme Court refused to decide whether sex-segregated bathrooms, locker rooms, and dress codes violate Title VII. Yeah, that case was the one was a funeral employee wanted to be able to dress like a woman. There were different cases. One was involving... Um, sexual orientation, if you will, Mm -hmm. and the other one was involving transgender, if you will, that in that particular case where this person wanted to identify, become dressed like, look like a woman at the funeral home. That was the other companion case, Mm -hmm. uh, different name, but it was under the Bostick ruling. The court issued a decision that I think is frankly wrong. It was a one-vote majority. And unfortunately, it's the only bad case that I know of written by Gorsuch. Uh, Gorsuch has had some great decisions. But here, strangely enough, misread and just literally rewrote Title VII to include sexual orientation as a component of not discrimination on the basis of sex. It's completely opposite from the 1964 statute. And in fact, it is opposite from the many, many years of attempted modifications to Title VII that Congress has rejected every time. They rejected adding sexual orientation. They rejected adding gender identity to Title VII along with sex discrimination. But be that as it may, it's a decision that is wrongly decided, one that I think hopefully in the future would be reversed and that the original understanding of Title VII would come into effect. Notwithstanding, What the Department of Education did is they said, well, we're going to apply that decision to Title IX. Title IX was not part of this litigation 
in the United States Supreme Court. And the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission said that with regards to employment, we're also going to apply it to these sex-segregated bathrooms, locker rooms, dressing rooms, so that even in the context of employment, you must have these opportunities for men to use women's private facilities, restrooms, locker rooms, and shower rooms. Well, wait a minute, then. So you're opening up a whole nother can of worms. I mean, talk about privacy issues, safety issues, when you have men trying to intrude in women's locker rooms and bathrooms. Uh, no. <laughs> well, we had actually a case with a, a woman that was um, going to Planet uh, Fitness, and mm -hmm. uh, she was a product, she was a victim of an attempted sexual assault. Right. She was jogging in the woods, and somebody came out, attacked her. She was able to fight it off. She and her husband went back to that location, found that there was duct tape there. This person was planning to do some very terrible things to this woman. So that was a very major trauma in her life. Fortunately, she was able to escape. However, the last thing she wants in the women's changing room, restroom, shower room, is a man. And so she goes into the Planet Fitness shower room, locker room, restroom, and lo and behold, there's a man there. And when she complains, instead of taking her side, the Planet Fitness says, well, that person has a right, that person's identifying as a woman to be able to go there. And they took that person's side as opposed to the side of common sense. No, he's a man. He's in the woman's locker room. No. So, I mean, it, it's not only uncomfortable feeling that this causes, but the opportunity for abuse and sexual assault that it causes as well. Imagine you have go to a department store and the men go into the same changing room as the women, or they go into the same restroom as the women. And for the department store to even ask, are you really a man or a woman, or do you really think you're somebody else? would be to discrimination. You know, we have a whole page on our website of all the incidents. We were tracking them a couple of years ago, like what's happening in Target stores and all that, when they opened up their dressing room to both genders. Yeah, remember that? I certainly have remembered that, and that continues to increase across the country and in other places that have these absurd situations. Mm -hmm. The good news is this judge in Tennessee blocked Joe Biden's guidance, and this is another one that bites the Joe Biden. He's not been very successful in these administrative guidances and executive orders. Most of them have met a fate in front of these federal courts. For more information, visit lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org.